0: Go to shopify.com slash audioboom now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. shopify.com slash audioboom.
1: This is Jenny Allen and you are listening to the Made For This
2: podcast. Thanks to HelloFresh for their continued support of our podcast. Go to hellofresh.com slash 50 made for this. And use code 50 made for this for 50% off plus 15% off the next two months. Hey, it's Chloe, and we are really, really excited about this special little mini end of summer bonus season that is all about discipleship. We wanted to share some different talks and things that Jenny has done that we've never put on the podcast before, and we thought there was no better time than right now. So sit back, get ready to listen to today's talk with Jenny.
1: God, this is our desire. We have a few years here and we would like to see a movement of your spirit through us. We would like to see many, many, many lives saved for eternity because you moved through us. And so God, whatever business needs to go down in this room in the next hour, would you have your way? Amen. So we believe, God, that you're here and that you've assigned every person in this room to be here. And so I'm praying that specifically, each individual would leave with marching orders. God, that this would be a day that eternity changes in a big way. Because a few people in Dallas, Texas, surrendered their lives completely to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Here's what I want you to do before you sit down. I want you to find three or four people and I want you to spread out. In fact, those of you up here, just stay here. Grab your three or four people. I had a great message that I'm not going to deliver and we're gonna do something a little bit different. I want everybody to grab their three or four people. Nobody prays alone. Some people walked in the back and you're like, I don't wanna pray with anyone. You don't have to talk, but you've gotta find people. So find three or four people and I want you to spread out and move up and be up here, okay? Because... I know Luke's heart is revival and revival never started without prayer. And so we're gonna pray a little this morning. And some of you may have like wandered in with a friend and you don't even know Jesus, welcome. (laughs) But find your people, put, find a place to be. This is what I think of this room right now. (laughs) I love Luke. And Daniel so much. I believe in God's hand on their lives. And when Luke called me and said, hey, I'm thinking this thing, and I said, sure, I'll be there. I didn't care what it was, if it was in a living room or what, but here we are in this moment with these people. And if I would have walked in here today, and this was teeming and overflowing with 1,400 people, which is probably what Luke might have pictured when he pictured this room. I would have felt what I felt this morning. Because God likes to take the underdog and the small thing and, and change the world. So I'm more moved by the couple hundred of you or hundred, I don't know, I'm not good with numbers. But the few ones that are here this morning, I'm more moved by that than if it was completely packed. Because I wouldn't underestimate God through a few dozen people surrendered to him. And everything I prepared for this morning, the theme of it really was that it's all backwards, Jenny. You know, when God was speaking to me about what to say to you, he just kept saying it's all backwards. My kingdom, the way I work. The way I do things, it's not not what you think. It's not what the world thinks. And then I show up today and and it's just genuinely smaller than I thought. (laughs) And I felt like the Lord was like,
2: hey, it's all backwards.
1: I'm gonna do something in this room with these few. Just a thought that God's given me more than once. that it might happen through y'all, kingdom come. It might happen through you, it might happen through your kids. But the assignment he tasked me with a few years ago was just get them ready in case, in case I come back through them. And I wonder, I mean, what's the, what's the harm in thinking it? What's the harm in thinking Jesus might come back while you're alive through your generation. What's what's the harm in believing that? And how different would that make your life? How different would that cause your days and minutes to, to be if you knew, without a shadow of a doubt, it would be through you before you died? That you would be the ones to usher in the kingdom. When I met Luke and Daniel, there was a sense of backwardness about that too. It was I run a women's ministry of mostly older women and older than Luke was and Daniel in college. And they came and they spoke on our stage and, and they brought the house down because of their faith. And, and the backwards thing about that is like, I'm gonna use the kids. I'm gonna use people that, that are young, that, that don't know better, but then to believe God. <laughs> and this is what I felt led are singing over there to read to you guys today. It's Revelation 11. This is going to happen. I would love for it to happen when I'm alive. That's not the message God gave me. It was to prepare you. Then I was given, given a measuring rod like a staff, and I was told, rise and measure the temple of God. And the altar and those who worship there, but do not measure the count outside the temple. Leave them out for it is given over to the nations and they will trample the holy city for 42 months. And I will grant authority to my two witnesses and they will prophesy for 1260 days clothed in sackcloth. These are the two olive trees and the two lampstands that stand before the Lord of the earth. And if anyone would harm them, fire pours from their mouth and consumes their foes. If anyone would harm them, this is how he is doomed to be killed. They have the power to shut the sky that no rain may fall during the days of their prophesying. And they have power over the waters to turn them into blood and to strike the earth in every kind of plague as often as they desire. And when they have finished their testimony, the beast that rises from the bottomless pit will make war on them and conquer them and kill them. And their dead bodies will lie in the street of the great city that symbolically is called Sodom, where the Lord was crucified. They served God with all their heart. And they were killed and left in the street for two days, three days. Just Their bodies just left there. And as God has just been leading me about you guys and about your generation, it's, it's been the sense of you've got to prepare them to suffer and you've got to prepare them to go through difficult things. Because this isn't a show and this isn't a game. This isn't about the, the most gifted people. This isn't about your gifts or, or your stories. This is about kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. And, and all of that will be employed. God will use your gifts, God will use your stories. But it's not about your gifts and it's not about your stories. It's about the Holy Spirit of God moving on earth. There's a race that is set before you, Hebrews says, and there's an author of that race and a perfecter of you in that race. And the way you'll run it is you'll set your eyes fixed on Jesus and you'll throw off sin and burden. And so where I wanna start to pray first today is I want you to picture that Jesus would come back through you on this earth, that, that, that while you're alive, you will usher in the kingdom of God. You will see the crazy things happen. The witnesses will come and they will prophesy and you're gonna be alive. You're gonna be watching it all go down. I want you to imagine that that's happening. And everybody hates you. Everybody wants you dead. Everybody on earth wants you dead. What is the sin and the way? What is the thing that you love more than God? that would make you walk away from your faith? What do you want more than God? And that's what we're gonna pray and confess right now. So what is the sin and what is the burden? As you are called to run a race, no matter what, whether Jesus comes back in 2000 more years or while you're alive, you are called to run a race. And what is the sin and what is the burden? And I just want you to say it real calmly and clearly. And I want you to confess it. As we pray right now, I just want you to say, God, here's my sin and here's my burden and I wanna lay it down, okay? Let's pray. God, as these groups pray together, would you reveal in each one of them the burden, even the burden that they don't think of, the burden of striving. Maybe it is sin that they have kept secret, God. Would they just say it right now so that they're not holding on to it for 50 years? Would they just say it right now and, and confess it? If it's addiction, if it's distraction, if it's just even just being apathetic at the idea of you and your kingdom, would they... Would they name it and would they confess it and would you heal them in Jesus' name? Okay, y'all pray in your groups. Revelation eleven nine. 9. Their bodies were dead. They lay in the streets for three and a half days. Three and a half days. Some from the peoples and tribes and languages and nations will gaze at their dead bodies and refuse to let them be placed in a tomb. And those who dwell on the earth will rejoice over their dead bodies and and make merry and exchange presents because these two prophets had been a torment to those who dwell on the earth. Verse 11, but after the three and a half days, a breath of life from God entered them and they stood up on their feet and a great fear fell on all those who saw them. Then they heard a loud voice from heaven saying to them, come up here. And they went up to heaven in a cloud and their enemies watched. And at that hour, there was a great earthquake and a 10th of the city fell. 7,000 people were killed in the earthquake and the rest were terrified and gave glory to the God in heaven. I don't care what you just confessed or didn't. There's an enemy in a world that hates us <laughs> and that wants us dead. And if that burden or that sin keeps you from, from living that life where you get to be a witness for the glory of God, you got to kill it. You've got to kill it. And there is a God that takes dead things and brings them to life. He will and He has and is true. And I know that there is a story that that could be told of your generation of a few. And I don't think it has to be a lot, I genuinely don't. People ask me all the time, why do you love Gen Z so much? Why are you so crazy about them? And I say the same thing every time, it's because the dark is so dark that the few that are alive and that are lit up are so lit up and it's so sincere and it's so real that I'd rather have a few that it's true and real for to go take the hill than a bunch of apathetic, half-hearted people. And that's not you because why would you be here, right? There's no reason to be here, either it's true or it's not. And it's a lot easier, just like in this day where everybody's rejoicing over the two Christians dead in the street, it's a lot easier to just go with the darkness. It is a lot easier. The darkness is fighting for you, give in. Just go, because if Christ is not raised from the dead, Paul says, eat and drink, because tomorrow we die. Go to the darkness if Christ was not raised from the dead. But if Christ was raised from the dead, then this book is true. And we need to be on the right side of it. And even if it feels like in your generation, you're on the wrong side of it and you get persecuted and you feel alone, there is a God standing with you like he did with Stephen when he was stoned. He is standing beside you, he is for you, he is in you. And it doesn't matter what comes against you, nothing will make you crumble and that's who's with you. If it's real, if it's not, go home and take a nap and watch Netflix and get drunk tonight. But if it's true, then what the heck are we doing? What else is there? There's not another story. And if it's true, and if he comes back soon, then I just, I think we gotta start to get more serious about this. So we start by confessing our sin. We start by saying, okay, here's the thing that would keep me from, from dying for Jesus because I don't know that you're not gonna live in a day that that's the case. I hope not. I think that would be a really fast trajectory, but I know things are going pretty fast. And I know that the call on my life is to prepare you to die for Jesus if called upon. And maybe maybe you won't, but I bet your reputation will be harmed. I bet that you're, there will be times that you are lonely. I bet there will be times that it will feel like this is the hardest road. So if you're prepared to die, then maybe you could do hard things.
2: A new season is approaching even though it doesn't feel like it outside in Texas right now. New seasons mean new meals and HelloFresh has the best fall lineup of delicious dinners and more to choose from. Every week you have 40 recipes that you can choose from that suit your lifestyle from veggie, family friendly to fit and wholesome and have you ever wished you could spend less time planning, shopping and cooking for the family and spend more time with them? From easy time-saving breakfasts and family dinners to kid-approved lunches and snacks, HelloFresh has what it takes to keep everyone including you happy. Go to hellofresh.com/50madeforthis and use code 50madeforthis for 50% off plus 15 off the next 2 months. HelloFresh handles all the meal planning and shopping and delivers everything you need to cook a meal right at home. HelloFresh does the hard part for you. There are so many options and every single week, they change, they rotate, and with a busy fall schedule, you don't need to spend all evening in the kitchen to make a wholesome meal. With their quick and easy recipes, you can get a tasty dinner on the table in less time than it takes to get takeout or delivery. HelloFresh also has these fun add-ons like easy breakfast or quick lunches and snacks And so with your rotation of like three dinners each week, you can add other little bonus things in there if you know you're having people over or you're tight on time this week for kids' lunches. One of the things I love about HelloFresh is that you can get your kids involved with the cooking. With all the ingredients you need right there, pre-proportioned, you still get to prep the meal. and slice the carrots and stir the sauce, but it's just all those extra steps of like knowing what you're going to cook and actually bringing all the ingredients out of the pantry. It's all right there in a bag. You can do it with your family, with your kids, and you get this amazing home cooked meal in no time. Go to hellofresh.com slash 50 madeforthis and use code 50 made for 50% off plus 15% off the next two months.
1: they were raised, not just from the dead, but they were lifted up to heaven. And then chapter 12. Now war arose in heaven. Michael and his angels fighting against the dragon and the dragon is, and his angels fought back. I mean, this is crazy stuff. Some of you are like, this is, sounds like fictional movies. I know. And this is what this book says. There was a war that arose in heaven, Michael and his angels fighting against the dragon and the dragon and his angels fought back. And I I wanted to read these words specifically because I want you to understand that's going on now. Like spiritual warfare is all around you now. You feel it, you know it, maybe don't call it that, but that's what's happening. And the dragon and his angels fought back, but he was defeated. There was no longer any place for them in heaven. And the great dragon was thrown down, the ancient serpent who was called the devil and Satan and the deceiver of the whole world. He was thrown down to the earth and his angels were thrown down with him. And I heard a loud voice in heaven saying, now the salvation and the power and the kingdom of our God and the authority of his Christ have come. For the accuser of our brother has been thrown down, who accuses them day and night before our God. The accuser has been thrown down. And this is where I want to camp out for a minute. And they have conquered him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony, for they loved not their lives even unto death. The accuser will be thrown down. And apparently, he's thrown down by a generation of people that conquered him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony and the fact that they love not their lives even unto death. So, my big dream is that you live like that and we see what happens. The blood of the Lamb. Romans one. there is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. That is true because of the blood of Jesus. So therefore, that sin and that burden that you just prayed against, that you just laid down, has no power over you. Because there is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. The blood of the lamb has made you dangerous. The blood of the lamb has made you free. The blood of the lamb has covered your sin and no longer are you distracted by, by it, you're free to love, to engage, to give your life away for other people and for the glory of God, because, because that sin doesn't hold you anymore. The blood of the lamb, it's the most powerful thing. If you've ever encountered it, it's the most powerful thing to change lives. Nothing else changes people like the blood of the lamb, because nothing else can defeat death and conquer sin but the blood of the lamb. So it was the blood of the lamb. And then the word of their testimony. The word of their testimony. They didn't stop at being saved. They walked out and shouted about it. They said, this is true, this is true. The witnesses were in the streets saying, this is true. This is true. They were pleading for people to come to God. They were after people's souls. They were fighting for people. The word of their testimony was he saved my life He's coming back. Come on. I want you to meet my, my nephew, Paul. And one reason I'm so moved by the spirit this morning is, and God led me yesterday to, to invite him. He's in high school, at a public high school. Come here, Paul. Paul told me I could tell you this. You'll be clapping louder in a minute. Um, Paul told, he has Asperger's. And I want you to just tell them your dream for your school?
3: Well, in my school, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on. Hal Park High, those of you who know people who have gone to that school, or if you've even gone yourself, you know that there's a lot of distractions in HP. You know that every day you're pressured to do well. You're pressured to measure up. You're pressured to be someone who has the approval of man and you're pressured to do stupid things for that. And um, my, my dream is just, even if just for a moment, that everyone at Hom Park sees that they don't have to be defined by people. They are defined by the Lord Jesus Christ and what he has done for us. And they will be saved and they are loved no matter what they feel about themselves. There is a deceiver out there who wants us to hate ourselves constantly and beat ourselves up whenever we fail and stay down. But we will not stay down. We will never stay down.
1: Oh my God. Love you, Paul. Love you, man. Paul is my buddy. We talk a lot. He calls me on a bad day when he feels like, man, I am all alone. And he tried to start a little prayer gathering with some football players and sometimes one come and sometimes two come and, and he keeps doing it. And I just, I just felt like this morning as I was watching Paul, and I know Luke's story too is this, that that everything great happens with something small. (laughs) And it starts with just a Paul who's like, I love God and I want everybody in my life to love God and to know him. And I don't care if I look like a fool. And every day you would say, you feel a little bit like a fool inviting the whole football team to pray and one or two people come and then keeping doing it you know it's a simple little thing but I think this is how God changes the world this is how you're in this room you're in this room because of prayers that that Luke prayed and he told Paul this morning he said Luke the first time or Paul the first time that that we started praying there were like three people that came and And sometimes there was nobody and we just started praying because we wanted to see revival in our generation. We just started praying and we just started praying and we kept praying and there was just a few of us and we're talking a few years of just people praying. But they shared the word of their testimony, they believed it, they believed in the blood of the lamb and they asked God to move in their generation. And I'm telling you guys, the miracles that Luke has gotten to see, that Daniel's gotten to see because of their prayers, I don't know that many people on earth that have ever lived have gotten to see miracles like those two have already seen. And I believe it pales in light of what to come through your generation, I do. I believe it in a way that it's like I can see it. I just, I mean, when I was over there singing with you guys, I could just see it. I could see your lives multiplied in heaven to millions. And I know that sounds crazy, but This is our God, like this is all crazy. (laughs) The whole story, the whole book, the whole plan, it's all crazy and yet our God is real and you wouldn't be here on a Saturday morning unless you thought that. So we're gonna pray again. We're gonna pray that God would use this room full of believers, that God would use you to cause many, many, many people to come into the kingdom. And while you're at it, say a little prayer for Paul, who's in his place, in the dark. But pray for your dark places, because I bet every one of you has a dark place that you're in. Pray for your dark places and pray that the gospel would go out through you in those places. Revelations 22.10. And he said to me, do not seal up the words of the prophecy of this book, for the time is near. Let the evildoers still do evil, and the righteous still do right, and the holy still be holy. Behold, I am coming soon, bringing my recompense with me to repay each one for what he has done. I am the alpha and the omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. Blessed are those who wash their robes so that they may have the right to the tree of life and that they may enter to the city by the gates. I, Jesus, have sent my angel to testify to you about these things for the churches. I am the root and the descendant of David, the bright morning star. The spirit of the bride says come, and let the one who hears say come, and let the one who is thirsty come. Let the one who desires take the water of life without price. I warn everyone who hears the words of this prophecy of this book, if anyone adds to them, God will add to him the plagues described in this book. And if anyone takes away from the words of this book of this prophecy, God will take away his share in the tree of life. He who testifies to these things says, surely I'm coming soon. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. The grace of the Lord Jesus be with you. All. Amen. I don't know what happens next. And I don't think we have to and I don't think we need to. I think we just keep showing up. And I think days like today, what what I know they are for my nephew is that he's not alone. That there's other people that believe this crazy book too. There's other people that believe that one day Jesus is gonna come back. There's other people that believe that obeying this isn't the craziest idea that it's actually the way we were built to live and holding to it and not adding to it and not taking away from it but holding to it with the short lives we have and and doing our best to, to love people and to love God and to fight the sin in our lives and to fight for people that is a good life that is how we are to live and whether that time is near as in Days or, or weeks or, or years or, or decades or generations, I don't know, but just in case, it's weeks or months or years, let's believe in the blood of the lamb. Let's not live in condemnation. Let's not let the accuser accuse us any longer because he is slayed by our God. And let's shout the word of our testimony because that will build the kingdom of God. Every single time, it will build the kingdom of God because the word of your testimony is like a sword. It goes out and, and when people don't come into rooms like this, which I believe will be in your generation, they're not gonna come into rooms like this. They're going to be in your front yards. They're going to be in your workplaces. They're gonna be in the soccer field of your kids' games. They're gonna be there and you're gonna shout the word of your testimony and people are gonna get saved and eternity will change. And, and no matter what, just like me, you're preparing for the kingdom to come. And we are not going to love our lives so much that we wouldn't die for Jesus. We are going to be willing, whatever it means. So that means if we are willing to die, then we are willing to kill our sin. If we are willing to die, then we are willing to stand up for what is right, even if we are hated. If we are willing to die, then we are willing to be incredibly bold with our neighbor, with our friends, with people that need God. And that's the beginning a few people surrendered to God like that. That is the beginning of something I wanna watch, I wanna participate in, I wanna be a part of, that will spread you aren't alone. The Holy Spirit of God goes with you. The Holy Spirit of God goes with you. So I don't, I just want to, oh good, I'm so glad that you came and rescued that poor boy that has played for so long. But I do want to, um, I do want to worship a little. Can we do that? Let's worship a little. And I love this man. Do you know, you oh I don't know what will you tell me what happened when you were praying for my nephew like did you just see him and you just walked over there okay it's a holy spirit thing but but you walked off stage while you were leading worship and prayed for my nephew and I just my heart y'all God is with us God is in us God put in his heart that boy is discouraged and alone and in the dark and I'm going to go encourage him and I'm going to go pray over him and We are not alone, like the spirit is real and he rushes into our lives when we let him and when we are not entangled in sin and the burdens that we are carrying around right now. So I think we should get free and you are not going home yet. You've got it the rest of the day. If you did not confess sin this morning, do not leave this place until it is done and finished. Say it, whatever it is, because we don't get dangerous if we're all bound up. We're not dangerous to hell if we're all bound up. So God, in any way that anyone in this room still has bondage, break it. Break it today, God, in Jesus' name. Would this be the beginning of more broken chains and more broken chains and more broken chains. God, we want to see a generation surrender to you, a generation that didn't love their lives unto death, a generation that believes in the blood of the Lamb, a generation that takes the word of their testimony to the ends of the earth, God. Whatever the cost, we believe that it could happen with us Why not now? Start something. Start something that ushers in your kingdom. And God, we pray that your kingdom would come. Yeah, yeah. That your kingdom would come through us. Yeah, yeah. God, we want to see Jesus coming out of the sky. And I know you may not say yes to that, but would you consider? If you want to do it. In
2: Jesus' name, amen. Hey, did you know that you can text Jenny and I? And we actually read your text messages and we try to respond as many as we can. But it is just like such a fun way for especially you guys, our podcast fam, to ask questions we send out ideas and stuff for you guys all the time to vote on if you want to join get out your phone you're going to type the word podcast in the message part to the number 214-225-6267 we'll see you next time for another episode of the made for this
0: podcast go to shopify.com slash audio boom now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash audio boom
4: this is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the lexus performance line a feeling this dynamic is invite only fortunately you're invited Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus performance line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design, the kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited.